Hello, hello, friends of fitness. This is Johannes, and you're listening to Kinseido Corner. On this show, I sit down with athletes, coaches, and fitness enthusiasts from Jakarta and beyond, and we talk about all things health and fitness. In today's episode, I have the great honor and pleasure of speaking to Dr. Owen Everard, who is an expert in physiotherapy and Pilates. But on top of that, he's a truly world-class runner. You'll probably think I'm joking when I rattle off his best times, but trust me, I'm not. Are you ready? One mile in 3 minutes and 58. 3K in 8.03. 5K in 13.58. 10K in under 30 minutes. I have your attention now, don't I? However, in this episode, we don't focus on his achievements but rather we dive into how you can apply Eon's incredible knowledge and training tips to become a better runner or endurance athlete yourself. And not only that, we also, of course, talk about CrossFit and functional fitness and how you can build your aerobic capacity and make sure you're not afraid of those running wads anymore. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Kinseido Corner. Um, today is episode 43, and today I have um, Owen Everett on the podcast. Uh, this is this is a special, well, all episodes are special one, but this is a bit of a special situation because for, for a change, Owen reached out to me to be on this podcast rather than me going around um, seeing who's available and who's interested to be on the show. So, First of all, thank you, Owen, for reaching out. Thanks for well, thanks for listening yeah, thank to the you. podcast. Big fan of the podcast, yeah. So delighted to be honest. Wonderful, wonderful. And um, another thing that's really, really special about about Owen, about about you, this uh, this time, is I would say your your background or your your pedigree coming into um, into this show. I typically speak to the kind of people that I know, the the coaches here in the in the local scene in Indonesia uh, and um, but for you to um, to reach out to me uh, from all the way over from Ireland uh, that's amazing and uh, again thank you and I'm really excited to to dig into it today um, so we're going to speak about running which is uh, one of your specialties um, and in fact you are a very very accomplished runner and I'm sure we can get into that but um, running is a big, big thing in Indonesia. Um, definitely before COVID, you could find, so before the pandemic kind of kicked in, there were running events as in mass, mass running events, I would say yeah. almost every week. Every weekend, you'd have some section of the city closed for a 5K, a 10K, a marathon or what have you. And the people running there, yes, you had a couple of people who were, let's say, runners who would do, I don't know, a I'm gonna say yeah, the elite 10k. Times. Yeah, the elite, the not even the elites. I'm 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 suggesting they're not even in your level, but I mean good at the local level. So they would run, yeah. I would say maybe the 10k in a in a 40 or or 38, okay. yeah, something, yeah, yeah. something around that. Um and and uh, and a marathon under under three, perhaps. Yeah. Um so so that kind of that kind of pedigree you'd get it here. Um and obviously COVID made a, made a bit of a stop to all these events, but I think they're coming back and I think running is as popular as ever. Um, so I'd love to kind of get, 
your feedback and your tips for people who love running who are otherwise maybe not athletes who are kind of office yeah. workers and safe. that's most that's most of us isn't it um people are sedentary i think the key thing for the person who runs say 40 minutes is they lack variation in their training so a lot of times we have like say a certain loop we might do or like to go to a park and we just run at the same pace mm. um probably the same distance you know uh so but what that does is like you know yourself from like our crossfit or anything the body adapts to stress placed on it and mm. then it like that fatigues it and it comes back up to that certain level and it goes a little bit above that level so it can handle that stress afterwards. However, once once you've come up to that level of fitness, if you just keep doing the same run because it feels comfortable, um, the body stops adapting and you stop improving any fitness that you're going to have. You won't lose the fitness, but mm. you won't you won't see any improvements in, say, body shape or general cardiovascular fitness. So one thing I would say to people is you need to have different types of running that you're doing okay so two that i would really recommend is like maybe like a farklek which essentially is like picking up the pace for a short period of time be it a minute be it like 90 seconds like a typical session you could do would be like say 90 seconds somewhat hard i never would say 100 percent, like 90 percent mm-hmm. hard so like comfortably fast and then 90 seconds at like a steady pace, you know, so where you go back to your jog, but you're not, you're not like completely as as slow as you can. You're just kind of back to that normal running pace that you would do. Then 90 seconds again, 90 seconds uh, hard, 90 seconds easy, mm. and then go 60 seconds hard, 60 seconds easy, do that twice, and then do four 30 second hard, 30 second easy, and then do four 15 seconds hard, 15 seconds easy. And do like say ten minutes of a warm up, ten minutes of a cool down. Now again, I, I the first time you do that, don't um don't do it super hard. But it just what it does is it changes the stimulus that you're doing. The second thing then is there's three things that allow good um good running performance: VO two max, which you can't really change, uh, lactic threshold, which is your ability to use say like the aerobic system use oxygen to run and then the third is running economy like how smooth you are and like doing crossfit or doing pilates or adding in little strides will really help with running economy even that fark like session i said will help with the faster the running economy so when you're running say your 10k it'll just feel easier because you've got used to running um you got used to running faster uh during the week if on a Saturday, then you did a session, which would be, I'd recommend people get a lactic threshold test. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a heart rate monitor. They're not that expensive, $100, $150, um, probably get you one. If you had the results one time, those results would do you forever. Um, the heart, Your pace would improve, but your heart rates will mm-hmm. always roughly be the same. Uh, you know, the, the Ingebrigtsens, the Norwegians are big on this type of training. And what what lactic threshold does is a lot of times people go too fast, say even on their steady run. Mm. Um, like they're nearly trying to do a 10 K like as hard as they can, if they're gone out for a 10 K or a five K. And what happens there is there's two systems that we use the aerobic system, which is up to like, it's say 80%. Mm. 
And then the anaerobic system, which is like the top kind of 15 to 20%. If in your training, you go above that aerobic zone into like the anaerobic zone, what happens is you are now training like the sprinter mechanisms, mm -hmm. which are fine, but that will not help you when you do your 5K or your 10K race because that's just too long a distance. You will have to be aerobic for those. So it's like if you had a, if we were training for like Le Mans 24, like getting a car to have to drive for 24 hours. But what we did was we got a Formula One car ready. Mm. It's, 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 it's a good training, but it's not going to help you in the, in the race that you're going to do. So on a Saturday, I would do a session like I would get the heart rate monitor. But if you don't say three to four, five minute efforts where you try, like, say when you run. Uh, you should be able to sing one line of a song. So if you were singing like happy birthday to you, if you have to take a breath before you get to the end of that line, you're going too fast. So if you're like happy mm. and you're kind of breathing heavy, you're going too fast. And just the intention of trying to pick it up for five minutes, take two minutes easy and do that three to four times. All of a sudden, even with just those two sessions, you'll be really surprised how much your running can improve. Oh, that's that's really interesting. And I mean, you were i think you you picked up on when i said 40 minutes for a 10k and and you, what you said what you said now maybe applies mostly to that kind of level of performance most people that i know including myself are not even at that level we're more that like, would like that would apply if you were probably 50 55 minutes for a 10k okay okay great that's that's much more where where i think the people that that listen to this, even, the people that I yeah. that I work with, are, even are even up to I, I that would apply to anyone who's been running, say, consistently for like say at least six weeks. If you've just been doing, I would say for the first say four to six weeks, if you're new to running, just actually do like get out say three four times, do your running. But that would apply like how long, Jonas, would you go for a run? Um, 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, so between yeah. thirty and forty five minutes. So. Say that session I just mentioned, you would do a 10 minutes of like an easy jog, maybe some stretching. Mm -hmm. And then like, say, even if you did three, five minutes, so it'd be five minutes, easy jogging for like, say a minute, 90 seconds. So your middle part will be like, say 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you got 10 minutes of an easy jog to cool down. So mm -hmm. there's no difference in the, the, the time you're out there, but you're just getting a lot more for the time. And again, it's like, while it will be harder then your longer run because you're getting little breaks because you're not trying to overdo it. Um, you'll be staying aerobic. So it won't feel like terribly, terribly hard. Mm. It shouldn't. Right. Right. And, and it's interesting what you say that most of the time, most, so I guess there's kind of like two groups. There are probably those runners who never maybe push themselves hard enough, but then there are those who are, who are thinking that, okay, to get faster, I need to go faster. Um, yeah yeah and, and you and, see a lot and, of those and the, therefore you're never really you're never really training the aerobic zone as as you said um yeah or and, you're uh, falling apart at the same time like you see a lot of people say if they're getting ready for a 10k um like i remember i was doing my masters and three of the people i were living what i was living with they, they said look we're going to do the 10k that's all in like say two months and they were training for that and it only it only occurred to me like say maybe a month in 
to ask them. It's like, oh, what do you, what training do you do? I presumed everybody knew. And they mm. just went out and ran 10K as hard as they could. Mm. Do you know, they went out, they maybe started hard, they, like they felt terrible in the middle and they kind of tried to pick it up coming home. Mm. Like that, no elite, like I've run 29 minutes for 10K. No runner runs 10K. Like mm. I only did that one time. I only mm. ran before. I would never just go out and try run a 10K as hard as I could. Mm. As a, Like that's the race. That's a race simulation. Mm. what you have to do is improve your aerobic improve that running economy and i said the majority if look if you're going out for an easy run that's mm. one thing you probably you need to add the sessions to make it uh make it harder but for the majority of people it's actually add the sessions or workouts to get better structure to make sure they're addressing the the uh the systems they're like the physiological systems mm. that you'll need and get those better. And then then when you're only you do your 10K or your 5K when you're going to race them. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's um as you say, right? I mean, I I my 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 background is in is in uh sports science as well. So yes, we assume people know that, but people don't know that, right? They don't know that. And, and yeah, how funny. would they? How would like I would know anything about engineering or whatever else. Other, yeah, other yeah, yeah, have yeah, exactly. So how would they know that? And then and then they go out and, or let's say, I mean, a 5K, a 10K, often because people go as hard as as they think they, they can or as, 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 as hard as they think they should, that's why they don't even do those distances often because they're painful, right? It, 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 if you go for, if, yeah, you of ran, if you ran a fast 10K every time you trained your 10K, yeah, you would be such wrecked. a good point. Yeah. Such a good point, John. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people probably don't want to go out if I knew, like, say today, I have to go for a run, um, I have to see a patient, then I'll go for a run after this. If I had, like, essentially, like, a, a 10K race effort that I had to go out and do, I would be dreading it. Mm. I would be dreading it. But I'll do it off my heart rate. So if I'm a bit tired, it'll be a little bit slower because it just adapts. And I always just do it off minutes. So I'm not counting any distance. Mm. And it's all control. So I don't actually, I just, I'll ease into it, you know, mm. so... As is, that's such a good point. I'd say that's another reason why a lot of times people probably don't go out because, yeah, I would be dreading that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or they do go out and then they do start and then they're like, after 3K, it's like, okay, this is hard and and, and, and it's not, I mean, why am I doing this today? Yeah. Why am I pushing my, myself so hard today? So I'm going to stop. So that's why. Yeah. And then you never actually train your distance no, and the workouts... your aerobic system. Yeah. Or or like you're going for a run and because it's steady, I get like uh, people are like, oh, it's very boring. It's like, yeah, yeah, well, the runs can be like that's why I listen to the podcasts. Uh, but the the workouts are easier because you know rather than thinking oh, I have forty minutes, is it you got a ten minute easy jog? You've got like like you know you're only doing say five minutes, then you got five. All of a sudden, then you're jogging home or you're you're cooling down. So yeah. it just breaks it up a lot more. And again, I would say like. Like we said there, you don't have to do these exceptionally, say like the minutes, you don't have to do them exceptionally hard. Just like constantly try to pick it up. After a few weeks, you'll naturally find that you're going a little bit faster anyway. Hello there, friends. I trust you're enjoying this episode, but I hope you don't mind this quick interruption for a brief sponsorship message. Today's episode is sponsored by the Kinseido Fitness Nuggets, 
my very own monthly newsletter that delivers bite-sized, proven and actionable health and fitness tips, ranging from sleep to nutrition and mental energy to training, right to your inbox. If you enjoy my conversations and the tips and tricks regularly shared here by my amazing guests, then I'm sure you'll also love the fitness nuggets. You'll only get one every month, so it won't clog up your inbox. To sign up, simply head over to kinseido.fit slash nuggets and you'll get the very next one. And now, let's get back to my guest. Yeah, that's that's super super interesting, and super valuable. I think maybe if I if I can switch uh, or try to uh, segue to yeah, a little brilliant. bit of a of a different um, a different crowd with a different mindset, which is the CrossFit kind of the CrossFit brilliant, community, because yes. they don't dread the effort, right? They go hard, yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every time, um, which we've now learned is is not necessarily the right way. Um, and then we often get this kind of where you're missing the point of your workout right you're trying to improve your aerobic capacity but and and maybe it's a 20 minute amrap or something something that would be suitable for for training your aerobic capacity but but they're going so hard that that a it's really really tiring and really really um also hard on a nervous system but then also it doesn't quite do what 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 we hoped it would do um yeah like like charlie francis would have talked about a lot like so he would have been say ben johnson's coach so obviously mm -hmm. there was a lot of drugs involved but he had a lot of um good ideas and they're kind of more being introduced back in uh to sprinting and to rugby and, and very power events but he would say like we need a high low high and a low day so basically that like you said there john uh johannes that basically the nervous system needs a break so mm. if you are going to do say um if you are going to do like say your your power lifting or your lifts or like where you're really going hard um to the point where i did physio for the australian team and i was with them for three weeks and what they would do is they would do their workout they would do their gym on the same day so that the next day and then they would do another run so on the next day then they just had an aerobic kind of run. So mm. um, like for across, you, you nearly would be better off if, if, if you're going to make your, you know, as many reps as possible and like really dig into where you're still like contracting very hard, mm. make that nearly on the same day as the gym. And then the next day, as we said, we don't want to go over an 80% mm. intensity because if you do an AMRAP, even at 20 minutes, mm. Once it goes over 80% intensity, you are now into like an anaerobic zone. And, and like the, you know, like, because especially the number of reps that uh, you do a, a, in CrossFit, you're, you know, you have your alactic zone, but you're kind of moving into anaerobic with the lifts. If you just do repeated lifts, as many as they do, you're going to hit that zone as well. So it can just be on the other day. You can do the same intensity, but just either you could still do a lactic test to know just have it that like you're trying to keep keep every second day lower than the 80% intensity. And then that's a great way to like say work the aerobic system, which can help with that, say, fat burning, so that you've got the muscle build and you've got the like the power. But as you said, a lot of times what we're doing is they're trying to tr train aerobic by by doing it anaerobically mm -hmm. because they're in the 
and it's a good mindset to have that like they want to try to get the most out of it. But and I used to be like that. I used to be a 400, 800 meter runner. And it took a long time to realize that by actually it feeling easier, you improve that zone so much more. Like, you you know, you'll get that fat burning, you'll get the, well, you're still burning carbohydrates, but it's like you're improving the aerobic fitness while you can still have the anaerobic fitness on the other days. Yeah, yeah. And that's such, I mean, just speaking from my own experience, that's such a hard it's such a hard thing to do to kind of start slow and, and start, you're starting a workout much, much slower than you think you should almost yeah. to the point where you're, where you're feeling like, okay, am I, am I going to get anything out of this? But by doing that, you will be able to stay in that zone for the whole 20 minutes. Whereas if you go out, let's say what you think, what you yeah. maybe think is your 75 or, or close to 80%, and you think you can hold it there, but you can't hold it there. You will break through that 80 after yeah. minutes, after 10 minutes. And then yeah, exactly. suddenly you're not getting the benefit. And a good way to do that would be if you have your heart rate, like, as I said, I would just get a lactic test done. So you know what the heart rates are. And sometimes you need to take 10 beats off it. If it's a run because you're hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. If you were doing like, say the ski erg or on a bike, you just take 10 beats off it. Um, but Say you you were go as hard as you want, right? For one day, mm-hmm. if I was just doing it without any any equipment, transit, with my heart rate monitor on, I would go as go as hard as you think, and then in the last five minutes, just have a look at what is the output that you're doing. Be it a row, be it a ski erg, be it like a bike. Just see what is the output, like mm-hmm. the wattage or whatever you're measuring, and then then. Okay, because cause as you said, you've probably peaked. If you've gone mm-hmm. hard, you've peaked there, and mm-hmm. it's probably gone back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you know that, like, so that'll probably be hundred percent of your max heart rate or close to it. So take like eighty percent of that value, and then the next day start at what you finished at, not not the last minute. I mean, like mm-hmm. five minutes out where you're like, oh my god, because you're probably have dropped a lot. Mm-hmm. Start at that number for at least ten minutes. And then you still have 10 minutes. If you feel like this is way too easy. Now, again, wait, it should stay at 80%. Hmm. Um, and an 80% effort for 20 minutes is, is tough. Again, I would even take like what, what some people will have to do as power athletes is even though they want to do a 20 minute continuous, initially they'll have to take a little break because hmm. they're so conditioned to go into lactic. Hmm. If that hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So what's better is like, do 10 minutes you're probably naturally in above the aerobic zone take it take a minute or two just walking just to clear breathe and then go back into that zone because then you'll be back in aerobic and you'll probably build into the anaerobic zone just by the end of it again Ah, uh, yeah that's that's a great tip i mean I, I i like the idea of of basically doing doing a workout kind of the way you'd always done it or the way i've, I've yeah. always done it which is basically maybe starting a bit too hard, trying to keep that level going, not quite making it, but, but basically almost making it, but of course with a much higher heart rate at the end than, than where it should be. But then in, in, instead of, yeah, instead of starting really slow, you just kind of look at, okay, how, how good was my output at the, towards the end, yeah. let's say so, second half. Second yeah. Half. So what you would do, say, mm-hmm. say start as hard as you can, mm-hmm. because you're going to feel like it's super easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in the last, say, 10 minutes in start now regulating going 
all right, if this was an 80% effort, so I need to be able to pick it up by 20%, what could I do that? And your, your answer is going to be no, because you're mm. nearly now, mm. as your heart rate's going up, you're nearly probably flat out. So start then going at like, say, an 80% effort and see what the output is. And then the next day, if you start at the same output, which mm. you were like 80, 85%, again, you could too, if you can do that, like breath, happy birthday to you, can you say a line of a mm. song doing that? If you can't, keep going back till you are at that happy mm. birthday to you 10 minutes in. Mm-hmm. have that as your starting point then for the next workout and you will feel like this is ridiculously easy mm-hmm. and if it's not as you said you can build up take a minute or two take a break and then repeat that oh yeah yeah i love that i'm i'm, I'm gonna try that i'm gonna try yeah, that yeah try it yeah let me know i'm gonna try that once once i've cleared my cleared my illness i'm gonna go and give that a go um maybe um with the last kind of last question or a couple of questions that we move into um so you mentioned you your your initial background was from the short distance running uh yeah hundreds 800s um which is which is kind of the distances that we typically see in crossfit um yeah uh, maybe up to a mile typically um you you might get a longer this a longer run through the like through the countryside some once in a while but typically it's it's going to be 400s 800s um usually bookending some kind of lifts um, and other yeah. and other calisthenics type of movements. So I think people working in the CrossFit space, people who go to gyms, they they have good mostly they have good coaches. Mostly they know how to improve yeah. improve on these these uh, the technique of, of lifting and all these things. But the running is something that yeah most people just say, okay, well go out and run, right? You, you'll get better. Just go out and run. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not how it works. So, how would you, how would you um, suggest or or program for someone who's who's going to be doing, let's say, three three four hundreds, always interrupted by by some kind of lifting or or body weight, the push ups, all that kind of things. How would you program or suggest someone trains for that, given that they are always going to be fatigued when they start the run? See, that's fine because do you remember we said like the days? So you are doing like, say, if you're going to do, you can go anaerobic there. That's fine. Like there, if you're doing three by 400 or six by 200 or, or something there, that's okay to be, uh, you can make that into an anaerobic session. Mm-hmm. That's no problem because you're going to go in, you're going to do an anaerobic session with the, on the lifts. Mm-hmm you know, if you're pushing sleds, if you're doing your lifts and then you want to go back out and like, you know, you're doing hills, you're doing sprints. So you can have the muscles burning there. So like, there's no, you know, like for three by 400, like there's no problem going hard on those. But what we want to do is avoid a gray zone where, uh, where because then the next day, say you go on a ski erg, I was thinking another way you could do it is say if you're on a bike or or if you're doing a run, like a typical type of session might be um, do 200 meters, do like 30 seconds of like uh, like 85% of mm. your like, so how you would do calculate this one is if you went down to a track or you had a, a like say you knew a mile, okay? Like run a mile as hard as you can. Mm. Then... 
or say 1500 meters just because it has to be meters per second so do 1500 meters hard as you can um continuous calculate then the time that took in seconds mm-hmm. okay so if you took if it took like five minutes that would be five by 60 you know so 300, uh, 300 seconds mm-hmm. you divide then the distance 1500 by the seconds 300 mm-hmm. so what's that could be five meters that's five meters per second mm-hmm. now yeah. that'd be good okay now you then run um approximately say 30 seconds at that which would be like your 100 percent kind of maximum aerobic speed mm-hmm. okay so on the easy day you would do like say 30 seconds of that and then jog 30 seconds in double the time. So whatever distance you cover in 30 seconds, run back to the start Mm -hmm. in 60 seconds Mm -hmm. and do that five times. Then take five minutes easy, easy jogging, because we want to kind of bring the aerobic back and repeat that one more time. And I'm guaranteeing, because we want that day to feel like, that will still feel hard Mm -hmm. because that jog back if you're not used to aerobic, that will kill you um, mm-hmm. for the first while. And at least it keeps it aerobic and then have a 10-minute easy jog, 10-minute easy jog. That keeps it aerobic so that the next day then you aren't absolutely like, because you haven't run hard or haven't done an AMRAP, mm-hmm. it means that your your 400s or your your lifts or whatever else are so much um are a higher quality because you feel fresher where a lot of times it's not the 300s or the the gym that we need to change like that is fine to go go hard there the key thing that we need to do is um the key thing that they need to work on is that the next day has to stay aerobic to allow that nervous nervous system recovery essentially Mm, yeah brilliant brilliant okay yeah i mean this is this is this is great, and I'm. I'm <clears throat> I think uh, people listening to this will will give this a try, and and they'll they'll also find it's it's a little bit more fun than just going out and oh, run, run yeah, four hundred. Yeah. That's tough. That's from the Russians, those ones yeah. we call yeah. And uh, so yeah, that that that'll be great. Okay, conscious of time. Um, I just want to kind of wrap up with uh, maybe two. Yeah, or we three, got ten minutes. Definitely got ten minutes. Two yep. or three quick fire questions. Um, that are kind of a bit more broad perhaps uh, and uh, and uh, not 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 specifically to running related so what is your um advice or strategy how to how would you say or how do you make health and fitness a priority in your life uh i suppose it's just habit i've just done it so often mm-hmm. um and like that like then i write down my whole training that's so important that i know what i'm doing every day that way then other things um don't get in the way. Like I know I'm going for a run, say it's morning here, so at half ten. So everything else just gets kind of moved around that because I know I'm I'm doing that run at half ten. Um very lucky then that I like eating healthy and stuff like that. But again, it's about making sure that you do put things in practice to help that. So like having fruit and veg in the fridge making extra dinner so that if you are are tempted making like porridge bread or oatmeal scones and things like that so i think writing down your program is really really important and Mm -hmm. then over time it just becomes 
it would just feel so strange not to train or not to put health and fitness as a priority. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And I, I, I find the same, right? If, when I'm, when I'm, and that's kind of part of the benefit when I'm following either someone else's program or, or a program that was written down for me, I'm much more likely to do it rather than if oh, I just go to the gym and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, maybe no, today I'll do this. Um, yeah, yeah. If you wake up and go, what do I have to do today? There's something wrong in your system. Mm. You need, even if it's like you write it for yourself, mm. but you need something written down on a page every day. Because mm. then if someone says, are you free at X? You know, secondly, like I always try to get it done early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like Brian Tracy, eat that frog. If it's something that you don't like to do, just get it done as, as soon as you can. Like, you know, don't wait till after work, get, you know, get mm-hmm. up early and do it before work. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, that's a nice, maybe nice segue to my second question, which is what's the kind of best or most impactful book that you've either read or or listen to i don't know how you consume your books there's uh i listen any like i, I just like read fiction to mm-hmm. calm down and then i usually listen to audiobooks uh yeah awareness by anthony DeMello. Awareness. Um, okay yeah definitely just best for like mindset and um just like yeah brilliant i i couldn't recommend him more just, nice you know okay. you're, yeah yeah okay i haven't haven't heard that one or i haven't read this one i, I should check that out okay so cool. Good, yeah cool 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 now and then last one um so in in uh in kinseido uh in my coaching i i i typically tell people i that i focus on five pillars of of health and performance uh physical training nutrition sleep uh, mindset and mental energy and then purpose and human connections which of these five do you focus most on for yourself and why what physical training nutrition nutrition yeah sleep and recovery recovery. mindset attitude and the last one is um uh human connections uh finding your purpose they are so good they are so so good i try hit all of them nice i try hit all of them nice that's and like there there's a thing there's a line i like it's called like i know i'm being successful when so it's like, I know I'm being successful because people are always chasing things. And if you had like, like once for me are time, like I have, I know I'm being successful when I have time to work on my health and fitness. I know I'm being successful when I have time to spend with my wife. Um, I know I'm being, I have call it scheming and dreaming. I was just saying to you before, I had to do some like admin task, mm-hmm. but I usually get an assistant to do that. And it just like drain my energy. So it's like, I'm very aware of like, I try do the things that I'm very good at and I enjoy doing. Um, and I'm aware when like my energy is getting sapped uh, to try mm. to change that. So I think having those five pillars, honestly, they are the things that I really, all of those are the things I try to do the most, things that really excite me. And then if you think about like, if people can like base themselves on those pillars, it'll just tell you, you'll, you'll understand what you need to do more. If you're not getting your sleep, because mm-hmm. you're too busy at work well then maybe you got to think about well, is that what you want or is it you want to be refreshed and um you know and have good health and have good connections or is it you want to have do the best in your job and there's nothing wrong with being the best in your job but you need to say like what is it that you consider success and those five pillars i'm not joking that's all i really work on my physical fitness my mental that's what anthony Demello is to listen to that um health i love a nap etc Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, 
Oh, and that was a uh, that was thirty thirty. Great. Could I just give a cheeky? Yeah. Past. Yeah. Uh, please. Just give a cheeky plug. I'm working on a new product that I think will be really good for CrossFitters. I'll I must try send you one, uh, Johannes, when we have it ready. Uh, it's called the back of wearable. So especially when people are new, um, sometimes we lack an awareness of our back position. So say we're doing our deadlifts or we're doing plank and we can be like arched into a poor position. Mm -hmm. I'm working on this new piece of technology that essentially gives you feedback on your back position. So when you, mm -hmm. you basically, if you find the middle, if you, if you start arching and you're using your back muscles rather than your core, like, because it'll be vibrating or it'll show your position on the, on the app. Um, so yeah, that's backawarebelt.com. Back people want to check that yeah. out. And, uh, when it's ready, I might actually come back on and I can probably send you one to any. Yeah, that'll be think. so awesome. That'll be so awesome because I, um, I've been doing, I've been working on, uh, on mobility and, and learning more about Brilliant. that recently. And it's, it's, um, it's scary how, um, how even fit people, um, yeah yeah totally well they they move well when they when they are focused on it but yeah the other the other 23 hours of the day not so much yeah so, it can be so. it can be difficult so that, uh um, yeah and then if anybody wants i have a free book it's called how to get to the line in the best shape possible it just has like training tips like we kind of talked about mm. uh some articles on like sleep and and fitness um and then some injury prevention tips and you can get that at everard e-v-e-r-a-r-d pilates p-i-l-a-t-e-s.com forward slash book so every pilates forward slash book fantastic i'll definitely put that in the show notes as well and grab my coffee thanks john i love this. this this was great this was fantastic thank you so much owen again for for reaching out and um, i'm gonna put this up uh, uh, in a couple of days i hope and um, and yeah this was fantastic really really loved it i'm happy to have you back anytime um i'm gonna try the uh, the kind of interval i, I wouldn't know even what yeah to call brilliant. It, those interval runs um, yeah but i call them the russians the Russians. Okay, I'm going to try the Russians and it's going to be fantastic. Cool. Yeah, great. You will enjoy so that. Great. So it's five of those. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, once again, thanks, Owen. And I wish you a, a nice rest of your day and, and weekend. And um, I hope we'll speak again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Hello again, friends. Hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and got a lot of uh, Owen's tips and tricks um, out and can apply them now to your own training. So just want to leave you again with a quick reminder about the Kinseido Fitness Nuggets, which you can subscribe to at kinseido.fit nuggets. And I hope you'll check into the next episode once again. Bye-bye.